Hey guys! And welcome to yet another episode of Rant Mud. Awesome, you, awesome, awesome. You are chilling here with uh, Tuli and Naya, and we are about to bring you our fourth installment of this amazing podcast that you guys have come to know and love. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for loving it. Like, I really right? appreciate the love. It's something very exciting that I can right? go to our numbers and be like, over 100 people have heard my voice. Like, that feels amazing. Like over a hundred people have heard my voice and said, I actually like what the heck you're talking about. And I'm like, <laughs> yay, I love that. <laughs> it's honestly been so amazing. The response that you guys have um, given us um, over the past uh, three episodes that we've had have just been really amazing. And I'm so excited for the future of this. So I just really wanted to give a shout out to all of our friends who listen and all of the pew, people pew, who pew. have become our friends in this beautiful Run Much community. Um, as we, you know, said in the beginning, Naya and I are growing and this is a journey for, for the both of us. And so we just want to bring you in on our process. So Naya and I uh, kind of pre-record our, our episodes quite, quite a quite a long time in advance i'm not gonna lie yeah um and so listening to our episodes back is even a trip for us because we're like oh my word that's where i was <laughs> i can't <laughs> believe i said that yep. <laughs> why would i say that so now we've decided to switch it up a little bit and we've decided that we are going to record weekly so that it just feels a little bit more fresh a little bit more current a little bit more relevant yeah. um we want we want to listen along with you guys in the actual space that we're in at the time as opposed to it being a trip for us you know even while we're listening with you guys so today is tuesday <laughs> and you Ooh. will be hearing this this uh podcast tomorrow you'll be hearing this yeah. on wednesday Okay, so it doesn't get more current than this. Okay. Yep. So tomorrow, okay? Like tomorrow, I know you're like editing. Don't worry about all that. Okay, Don't that's worry about all. That. Okay. Don't worry about that. Just listen to it. Be amazed that this is happening the way it is and accept our process because that's what we have to do. We have to accept our process as well because this is what we got, y'all. Yeah. Um, with yeah. that and being it's been said, crazy. yeah. Oh, y'all, we're going to have to do a whole episode of how. Seriously, like an in-depth 30 conversation, maybe 40 minute conversation how this podcast came about. But first, let's just let's not even think about that. Let's enjoy that. This is where we are and this is where we are headed down this crazy journey. Um, As always, again, thank you for all of the love and the support. But now we are here to talk about our topic of the day. What's our topic of the day, Tuli? (laughs) I mean, before we get into the topic of the day, because I'm super excited about the topic of the day, <laughs> how are you? Let's check in. We uh, always check in. Let's not let's not rush over that. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I'm definitely like rushing over it. So Tuli and I already had <laughs> our voice note conversation about where we are in our lives right now. Um, the other day, but for Which you, you all didn't who don't reply know, to by the I way. I didn't reply. No, you didn't reply oh. to my message. 
I'm just going to call you out. I'm going to call you out right here, right now. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. I deserve to be called out because I definitely need to get better at responding lately. I've been all over the place. So that actually is a great tie into how Naya's doing. Mm -hmm. I am living. That's where I'm at. I have learned that I'm the type of person that naturally focuses on the negatives in life. And part of that problem is the fact that like nothing can ever be too good. And so I started trying to play this game with myself that I saw on TikTok, but I did personally myself. But the fact that I saw somebody else do it um, and call it a game was really nice, actually. It's called the why game. And so what you do is you say, wow, I feel really lonely or I feel really crappy or whatever the feeling is, right? Or whatever the thought is, it's like, oh my gosh, I feel like my friends don't care about me. And the next question out of your mouth should be, well, why is that? And you might say, oh, well, because they haven't talked to me today and like they aren't replying to my text messages and you go, why does that matter? And then you go into why that matters. And somewhere along the line, you start pulling apart. So prime example, why does Naya naturally go to the negative things in life? I don't really know. Okay, let's try and think about this. Well, growing up, I just felt like the negatives got more a lot of attention than the positives Mm. in life. And why does that matter? because a lot of my life, I didn't feel like I got a lot of attention. I was the baby of my family. I was babied a lot, but nobody like looked at me as a person, like as my own individual. And so I was constantly dealing with adults who were dealing with adult issues. And I was just the kid right along, you know? Mm. So um, I turned into a whole psychotherapist for myself. I I love the why game because I think it's, I was listening to a podcast the other day. I was like, part of the way that you get better is you do the work. And part of the way that you do the work is like, what what brought you to where you are today? Like therapy is great, but it only works if you actually deal with the things in the room. And you have to come to your therapist with an open heart, a, a bleeding heart, if you have that, um, and just be okay with the fact that that person is going to see all that, not judge you and actually force you to pull apart why you have those beliefs and understandings in your life. Um, and you have to be willing to like deal with that. Right. So you have to be willing not only to give it to someone else, but you also have to be willing to receive the information and say, "Okay, I now understand how can I move forward. And so I think right now I'm in the headspace of like one, accept your creative process. You're not where you want to be. And that's okay. But accept your creative process at where you are. I'm only 22. I've got a ton of years, even though I feel old. I'm not really old. Um, And then on the flip side, emotionally and mentally, I have to get to a point where it's okay acknowledging the past and recognizing that was my past and maybe some things were done to me, but how can I make conscious choices? Conscious is the key word here to not make the same mistakes over and over. Um, and if I do, that's okay, but let's at least be conscious about that too. You know, like, oh, I'm making the same mistake that I made in the past. Wow, it took me a few days to get to that realization versus the few years it took me last time. That is growth. That is amazing. Congrats, sis. You did that. You know, like talking to yourself like your own therapist and best friend really is what helps me. So that's where I'm at. That was a whirlwind. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mouthful, but that's okay. I mean, that's why we're here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. I love that. I love the fact that you are taking the tools that you learn in whatever podcast or even in therapy, or whatever, and you're like, yeah. okay, this is how I apply them because Therapy doesn't do the fixing for you. Therapy gives you the tools and it's up to you to actually use them in your everyday life when you're feeling sad or when you're feeling like, hmm, I focus on the negatives. How can I actually work through this? Because the therapy is not going to be the thing that heals you. It is the willingness to take the tools and apply them, right? 
which is why it doesn't work for a lot of people. Like, I think yeah. that's the frustrating part for a lot of people. It's like therapy doesn't work. It's like, no, it doesn't work for you because you're not allowing it to yeah. change you, you know, like anything, no one, that's the other thing. No one is perfect. And we're all just human beings doing life the best way we know how. So they are giving you the tools that they have spent years developing in order to benefit you. But if you don't take the tools, mm. I can't help you build your garden because you don't even want to pick up the shovel. Like, sure. I can't help you with that. Oh, so don't blame okay. the therapist. Maybe blame the approach that you've taken. Forgive yourself, you know, and then come back and say, okay, how can I look at this a different way? Now, there are such things as like therapists and client matches. That is definitely a thing. That's real. I will give you that. And that's on per, okay? That's Period. on per. You better do the work. Um, what about you, Tuli? How are I, you? I am good. Um, I was telling Naya this morning that I'm in a very weird waiting period in my life. I feel like I'm in a waiting season. But the cool thing about this season is I feel so empowered and I feel so much like this season is, is not wasted. Yeah. I think it's important to know that no season in your life is wasted, that God is always doing something in every season, in the waiting, in the winning, in the sowing, whatever it is, it's not wasted. But I think because also I'm fresh off of a 25 day fast. Okay. <laughs> extremely sensitive <laughs> and tentative, man. Like I'm extremely like aware of like what God is doing in my life. And like the fact that every single day I wake up and I go to my nine to five and I'm learning things um, and maybe my acting career is not popping off right now, but my word, the things I'm learning as an agent feed into my acting world in such a crazy way because I understand yeah. things in a way that people who are just actors will never understand. Um, so I'm so grateful, man. Like I tell my boss almost every day, like I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to learn. I'm expectant in the waiting season, but I'm also, I'm not waiting with like, okay, when is my turn? When is my turn? When is my audition? When is my big break? When is my big opportunity? I just want to be present in the season and allow God to do what he's doing in this very season. So it's been, it's been a very interesting one and I'm just grateful, man. I'm honestly, you know, my arms are high, spread out and just I'm ready to receive and just thank God for what he's doing. Um, but anyways, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's great to catch up and uh, check in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because that's where we but, are right now. Uh, let's get know. into the topic. Okay. <sighs> no, not the topic. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the topic. Yes, the topic. It's our favorite topic. Oh, for obviously, it is our sexual, cisgendered females. <laughs> let's not assume fine. that everybody loves to talk about boys. <laughs> Facts. Okay. So, for, for, for... <laughs> yeah. For for us as a uh, uh, heterosexual cisgendered females, we, we love to talk about boys, uh, and here we are Sorry. talking about boys today. Okay, <laughs> so today's topic so yes, today's... goes along the framework of like what you ordered and what you got, right? So. For yeah. those Americans who don't know this reference, I, I think I did know this reference before you brought it to my attention. But I, I believe that it's usually talked about in like the terms of clothes, mm -hmm. right? Or food. It's like, okay, I ordered this Big Mac and what I got yeah. was a bun with lettuce. Okay. So we are talking about that today yeah. Yeah. in our dating lives. So as we've already talked about, Tuli is in a long-term relationship. Like she she has been in this relationship since the beginning of time, y'all, okay? Um, whereas I, <laughs> oh, 
Oh, baby. So we every week, every, every week, womb. literally out the womb, you've been in this relationship with her. Whereas me, <laughs> I have every week, Tuli is like, so who's the new guy? Like, that's literally our conversation. It feels like every other week is like, wait, what happened to so-and-so? And I'm like, uh, yeah, wait, who? Like, it never fails. Is that's he- not working out. <laughs> yeah, he just, he did this thing and I couldn't deal with it. Or it's, yeah who is that again who are you talking about like it really is that bad y'all like it's to the point where i've i've just deleted all my dating apps because i've i've temporarily given up i am temporarily just focusing on just yeah which is fair like i just i need some time for me i did this whole dating thing Mm. this summer and it wasn't it and now i would like to be by myself and the idea of being with someone else quite frankly right now is a little repulsive to be honest so until i get out of that phase of life i'm good i'm good however in order for you to understand where your girl is coming from, for real, we're going to get into these talking points, okay? So, Tuli, I'm going to ask you, because you all have been inside this thing for a long time, what was your list? What was on your list? Like, every person, I'm convinced, every girl, probably, I mean, maybe everybody non-binary and binary has probably had a list of what they want, or at least we're told that's what you should do before you even get into a relationship is have a list of all the good things and maybe even some of the bad that you don't want to deal with. Right. Mm -hmm. And did you get it? Like, did did we really like have everything on your list or no? Listen, I'm proud to present and proud to report (laughs) on the other side of the list. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think all of my things were met. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, all of the things on my list were met. Um, but granted, I wrote my list in high school, right? Yeah, I was true. in high school and I was like, this is what I want. And almost to the team. And like, I remember writing on my list, I want him to have a smile that makes me melt. And Rhea knows, I tell him like all the time, like his smile just makes me melt. He's got such a beautiful smile. He's got perfect teeth. And oh. it's just, it's really, it's really ridiculous. Oh, and it's really that. annoying. It's annoying actually. But uh, Rhea literally needs everything on my list. Um, But that also goes to say that, you know, be careful what you ask for because some things you don't ask for and then they don't show up. Okay. Man, sister. Um, It's the manifestation part of it. Honestly, it's really the manifestation part of it. It's like you write this whole list of like 40 things. And then you forgot the two and the two were exactly. really important. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you forgot to say, you know, he must have a job. And then Amen. You, Amen. You, you date the broke nigga for the rest of your life. And that's just not cute. That's not the move. Bro, so, or my friends who like build their broke nigga up and then this nigga don't uh, want to be with you no more. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, baby, that's a whole nother conversation. y'all. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't. So, you know, some of the things on my list was, you know, that I wanted him to be super like supportive because I always knew even in high school that I I have huge dreams, y'all. Like I have big mm. dreams, like dreams I, I I I can't even say out loud because they sound so ridiculous, right? Those right kinds now of they might sound ridiculous, but in two days they sound perfectly exactly. normal. Exactly. <laughs> So I was always like, I need somebody who's super supportive, somebody who's going to fan my flame, somebody, you know, who loves God, somebody who really is going to know how to love me like fully and wholeheartedly because I am super imperfect. Um, And I got every single one of those things. And it actually is so overwhelming to actually like read your list back. And I mean, if you do have a list, please keep it so that you can go back and read you know, when you're in a toxic relationship, when you can check yourself and be like, 
nah, but this, these are the things I asked for and this nigga doesn't meet any of these things. Yeah. Or, oh my word, how lucky am I that I found somebody to check all these boxes. Physically, obviously, he had to be taller than me. Obviously, he had to be handsome. Um, I just left out the fact that, you know, I would like him to be dark-skinned, you know? <laughs> I would like him to have a beard. I'm very attracted to dark-skinned men and men with connecting beards. Um, and the truth is that Rhea is not dark-skinned, does not have <laughs> connecting beard. He doesn't have a lot of facial hair. And um, we actually so had a conversation hope, about this. There's some hope. <laughs> no, okay. there is no hope. There well, maybe not hope. with Tuli, but just in general, <laughs> there is hope for men out there who are like, damn, I'm not dark-skinned. No woman's going to come No, it Oh, yeah, definitely. Really There's definitely. hope for you. But I, mean, but I mean, you have to come correct. You have to be caring Amen. and Amen. romantic and thoughtful. Can so we just actually, retweet the romantic part? Can we retweet right? that effort thing? That's... Uh, okay, Tilly, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish, and then we'll go in Naya's ray of how dating is ass. Like, we're going <laughs> to go into all of that in a minute. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of left those things out of my list um, for some reason. I mean, I was in high school. I was dumb. I was naive. And it's funny how that conversation actually came up in my relationship. Like, we actually have spoken a lot about, like, am I everything you prayed for? Are you everything I prayed for? And mm -hmm. I, I mean, Ray and I have pretty much a, a super open and honest relationship. And we spoke about, like, yeah, no, you weren't exactly what I prayed for. But I know that I'm exactly what he prayed for because he tells me that all the time and treats me like that all the time. So that makes me feel bad because I never want him to feel like I'm not attracted to him. Although we have had those kinds of conversations where he's like, mm, sometimes I feel like uh, I'm not the man of your dreams. Um, and we actually have this conversation on my friend's uh, YouTube channel called Defining. We had a segment there called Defining Love, and we actually go into a whole bunch of things. So if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and check out Defining on YouTube. Subscribe and watch our episode. Um, and it's so important to have those kinds of conversations, right? And also important to embrace the thing that God gave you because you might not have thought that you needed a not so dark skinned nigga with no facial hair, but then he <laughs> turns out to be everything you ever needed and wanted in someone. And so, yeah, that that's it for me. I mean, I'm I'm yo, I'm blessed. Ooh, baby, I'm blessed. If you guys <laughs> have ever seen my boyfriend. <laughs> uh i'm okay i'm doing well i'm okay hella cute okay <laughs> they are hella cute i remember when me and tilly first started talking i was like this is this is the boyfriend that we've been talking about girl yeah, this is him it's a this it's is him you're marrying yeah. man. i'm kind of over it i'm just gonna no listen you guys will, will like watch the whole defining story on defining love and you'll know like in the first conversation i had with ria i went back to my raise room and told all my friends this is my husband i am getting married tomorrow okay <laughs> there was no doubt about it um so yeah as it should be as it should be you know like that is yeah you meet that person and you're just like, this is my person. There's no question. Yeah. About it. This is my person. That's and you it. love that. Like that's what we yeah. all live and hope for. Um, yeah. Okay. So what about you? Tell us about your list. Uh, Tell us about how dating is ass. Okay. It, it really <laughs> is though. It's the ghetto. Y'all like so here's, the ghetto. Here's the, tea. here's the tea about these streets. Okay. So there's a <laughs> lot of different things going on. So I, as I've already said, is the fact that I am a quirky black girl. Like I grew up in the suburbs around mostly white people, white guys 
probably don't go for me. Um, and if they do, <laughs> I have been fetishized in the past. Um, mm-hmm. It's just Who a whole, hasn't? It's, it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> so I grew up a lot of time not feeling like men were attracted to me. And then I grew, grew older and went around people that look like me, black men. Um, and next thing you know, I was attractive and I was a hot commodity and that was pretty cool. Um, but I'm smart. And for some okay. people that's really threatening. Like I'm the same way. I have a ton of dreams. I'm very, very driven. Um, and that feels like a lot at times for some men that I've dated, which is that's their issue, not mine. Cool, right? Mm-hmm. So here's my list. My list has always been pretty, to me, cut, cut and dry. I thought it was very simple. I didn't think I asked for a lot, but apparently I am. It's cool. I'm asking the wrong people. That's fine. I'll take mm-hmm. it. But my list was not that complicated, y'all. I just wanted somebody who was taller than me. You don't have to be okay. six foot, but you have to be taller than me. I okay. would prefer someone who's dark skin, but quite frankly, I'll take anyone who's fine AF, okay? <laughs> uh, if I'm visually and physically attracted to you, you're already 10, 10% ahead of everyone else. You're winning, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But if you can carry an intelligent conversation with me about the state of the world, love it. So what I've yeah. learned is the thing I can't compromise on, the difference between my male friends and the guy I want to be with forever and always is I want to be treated like a queen. I want, Mm -hmm. you don't need me. And quite frankly, I don't need you. So don't get Mm -hmm. it twisted. Mm -hmm. Okay. However, you have to want me and I have to know that you want me. I want to hear it almost every day. Mm. I want to hear it Mm. every week. I want to hear it in the way that you are around me. I don't want to have to ask you to put your phone down. I don't want to have to ask you to, you know, do you want to spend time with me? I shouldn't be asking that question. I should just know because how often we're around each other should be determined by the two of us together. You know, like we both pick a time and you go, Hey, so when are you free? Cause I miss you. When am I going to see the fact that you say, I miss you is huge for me. It is not. I had someone tell me that like, mm. that feels very middle school. And I realized, no, it, it, it's not. And if it is what you are recognizing as the middle school of it is like the the puppy love of it all I still want that I'm a mature adult who can have grown adult conversations but if we can't have a fine line between puppy love and serious real ass adult conversations there is Mm. no point in us doing this like and I think that's Mm. that's what I what I've realized what I got was a lot of I like you uh, but you aren't putting in the same effort that I'm putting in wow, this girl really likes Middle me. of the road. Middle of the road, exactly. Middle of the road, me, t- me telling my girlfriends, I'm sending voice notes back to Tuli in South Africa. Like, I mean, he obviously likes me, but he doesn't want a relationship with me. And I don't know if that's a thing against me or if that's just relationships mm-hmm. in general. And then I re- I've realized, and this is the reason why I was like, I'm, I'm not dating for a minute now. It's like, I put in so much effort. Like I have this list and I'm gonna be honest. If I'm honest with myself, do I always do everything on the, on my list? Absolutely not. But no person ever will, and neither will I. I'm going to mess up at some point. Mm-hmm. There are going to be moments when I'm not yeah. romantic. There are going to be moments when you're like, wow, does she really appreciate me? And I'm sorry for those moments in advance, but they're going to happen. But we shouldn't be six yeah. months in, and I'm already questioning those things, you know? That, 100%. That ain't it for me, Yeah. you know? Which I think also kind of goes you're into so right. 
going into like dating someone's potential, which a lot of my male friends have said is like, please make sure you're not dating this man's potential because that's the thing about me is like, it's really hard for me to like someone. First of all, it's really hard for me to trust someone, then to like them, then to open up to them. Like there are stages to this thing, right? And so it is exhausting to be vulnerable with every single person you meet. I don't want to do that. That ain't it. So that is what I was like, this, this isn't going to work. This doesn't, this isn't going to work the way I want it to, you know? And I realized that maybe I was falling for someone's potential because I looked at my list and I said, wow, you meet almost all the criteria of this list that I made right before I made you again, going back to that manifestation thing, I manifested this person. And then Mm -hmm. when I got it, I was like, actually, I needed all these other things. And this other list that I made after I made you is more accurate to what I want because it's actually more specific and it's detailed. And this is where my line is. Mm. And then I looked at that list. I was like, well, he basically makes it. We ain't Mm. looking for basically, sis. We're not looking for 75%. We're looking for the 100% mark. 100%, 100%. And I mean, this thing about dating potential is such a conversation. I mean, it's, it it was, it it was even um, a a hurdle that we had to overcome in my relationship, you know, for the very same reason, it's very easy for women to fall in love with potential, to fall in love with with could be and who he could be. Um, And that, that is something that I think happens more often than not. Um, and, and, and in my relationship that happened quite a lot because my boyfriend, um, is amazing. He's brilliant. He's so smart, but you know, he studied, you know, something that he never wanted to study in the first place, uh, which meant that it took him a little bit longer to finish his degree and things were no longer looking like the way I wanted them to look on paper. Things were no longer looking like the perfect story, the perfect love story where we fall in love in varsity and then we move into our own apartment because those things need money. And at the time, we did not have any of that stuff. So, so we had uh, a slower start, you know, according to what my expectations were of how relationships are supposed to, you know, unravel and and develop. So I remember us having like multiple arguments, multiple conversations where Ria, like what she does a lot, slows me down and says he said to me if you if you are dating me for who you think I can be and who you want me to be like stop that thing right now put a full stop on it and let it go because Mm -hmm. if you don't love me and want me for who I am today like I'm not here for that I'm not here to be put under pressure to become this person that you want me to become because you want me to be this and you want me to be that and you see me as this and you see me as that and I'm like huh oh so dating (laughs) Dating potential is, is, is not a good idea. <laughs> Man. But then again, Man. I'm going to play devil's advocate and I'm going to say, I feel like all of us have potential, right? Yes. I don't think yes. anybody is the finished version of themselves. Not I think close. everybody, particularly people like us who aren't dating to just date, we're dating for longevity, whether that looks like marriage and kids to you, whether that looks like a lifetime commitment to you, whatever that looks like. Or even Naya just years I, down the line. Like, exactly. I think that's where I'm at right now. It's like, I'm 22. I ain't trying to marry you anytime soon. Like, exactly. I just want exactly. years of investment into something where I built 
where we build something like, okay, maybe this does go to marriage, maybe, but that's not and where maybe I'm at it right doesn't. now. Yeah, and that's, and that's cool, okay. <laughs> but I need years into this. Like I need years invested into it where I can leave this relationship and say, the woman that I started as when I first met you to when this relationship is over, whenever that may be, whether that is death or whether that is literally us just saying, I don't think that we're best for each other anymore. I need to be different. Like I have to yeah. be better. And I agree. I feel like this idea of like, don't date potential. Cool. Yes. I understand what you're saying, but also recognize that to some degree, if I don't think I can have, I could raise kids with you. I am probably not going to be sleeping with you. I'm going to be honest. Like, let's just be bluntly honest. What is the point of sleeping with somebody? Because if something accidentally happens and I accidentally do get impregnated by you and I can't raise a kid with you, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah, I that's, don't that's the mentality that. we all need to have, though. And that's the reason why we have these deadbeat dads running around. I mean, they're deadbeats because they're deadbeats and it has nothing to do with us. But that's... you're so right in that. Like, why am I taking this risk of sleeping with you and potentially falling pregnant if I don't even see you as a person that I admire and I think is a great person and I think would be able to do A, B, C, D, and E, right? But I, what I was trying to get to was we all have potential. And nobody is dating, well, we are not dating with a short, short-sighted, you know, vision of like, okay, it's going to end next week. We're dating for As you shouldn't years, be. Most you know, people should not be doing that. <laughs> right. You shouldn't be. But I mean, it, we just happen to be who we are. Yeah. And my thing is, you're not dating a finished product of me. When you look at me, you also see potential in me. You also think that I could be a great mom one day or a great... Um, partner one day life partner business partner whatever it is that we choose to do with this partnership and however it 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 grows and and forms into itself so i'm just like i don't know if i agree with the whole thing of dating potential because i think everybody dates potential i am not dating somebody who i don't think is going to be great and i don't know is going to be great i'm not dating you if i can't bet on you and put my money on you and say you know what this guy this guy's going to be phenomenal. So also don't date me if you don't see potential in me. Don't date me if you're only seeing me for who I am right now. Because right now I'm a 25-year-old mess <laughs> who's just trying to figure it out. Still living at home. Still hustling. Still pushing my dreams. So do not see me as this. Because that also has its own kind of repercussions. When you see me for who I am right now and don't give me the room to grow into my potential and become greater because that means I'm going to change my mind about a lot of things that means yesterday I was this version of myself but tomorrow I'm a different version of myself so I I think there are pros and cons to dating potential I mean yes I don't want to date you purely because of your potential I do need to see you for who you are right now yeah. but I do need to think that you're going to be great otherwise what the hell am I doing here you know like what the hell am I doing here if 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 I don't know that what we're building and what we're growing is something that's going to be worthwhile and something that's going to benefit me in the long run so yeah that's my piece on dating potential yeah I agree I think all of that is valid I think also it's like okay you may not have because this is kind of what I learned with my most recent dating experience is like I we've already said like we're huge communicators right why would you make a podcast if you're not you know huge communicators with talking and we're both very effective communicators so if I bring mm -hmm. to your attention that I don't like that you do said thing it is my expectation that you are going to try and become more conscious and aware when you do that thing and not get upset when I bring it to your attention now sure. there is an extreme to that I can be a nagger 
I can. And what I've learned <laughs> is I nag to the point of no release. I get it from my mother. She drives me crazy when she nags to me. I will own up to that, right? That is definitely something I am working on. When he ain't showing the signs, just leave, sis. It'll save you the headache and him the he- the headache as well of having to listen to your damn voice. Cool, great, <laughs> awesome. See, I'm owning up to my shit here, right? But I think there is something to be said about someone who you bring it to their attention and they do try and change and they do adjust, mm. right? And mm. to me, mm. that means the world. If because I can you're say- you're never going to find somebody perfect. Let's just put that no, out there, right? You're just not. So yes. You make these yes, lists- Exactly. Yes, there's a list. Yes, these are basic things that I would like for you to meet. But at the same time, we live in the real world. And yeah, we can talk about how we want them to meet 100% of the criteria. But that's just not, not realistic. gonna happen. They're not gonna meet all the criteria. They're men. Not, yeah, they're not gonna I mean, be everything not disappointing you need. in general. So people I mean, are disappointing in general. <laughs> y'all like I disappoint myself every day. Like, <laughs> time <laughs> particularly men though i'm gonna stick to my gun and say men in particular are very disappointing fair, fair. particularly when it comes to communication like uh, dating girls like us uh really it's I a mean, headache it's a headache I mean, it's really a headache i have to dumb everything down and i feel so <laughs> bad because i'm like you are the smartest guys in the world i would never date somebody who i couldn't have a, a fluent conversation with and <laughs> Even still, I'm just like, you do realize how problematic that thinking is. Or like, you realize if you had just effectively communicated the fact that you had a problem with that, rather than passive aggressively saying something else, we would not be having this argument in the first place. Mm. I love that my blood sugar was raised because you don't know how to communicate. <laughs> so, In your whole 20-something years of life, you do not know how to say I don't like it when you do this. I don't like yeah. it when you say that. Most but I of the mean, guys I date are older than me. Help me. Yeah. Pray for me. Pray <laughs> for me. <laughs> but I mean, I love I love how you, you're identifying the things about you that maybe are the hardest parts of you to love or to be in relationship with, yeah. which is kind of like the last point of our conversation is like, yeah, we can talk about lists all day, every day. Yeah, absolutely. But I want to know what are the things that, Maybe a nigga wrote a list about you and then started dating you. And then what they ordered versus what they got was not what they ordered because there are parts of you that are hard to love. There are parts of you that are hard to get along with. So you mentioned your nagging. Is there anything else that you feel like, yeah, this part of me might be might be difficult to get along with or love or be in relationship with? So, like I said, my nagging, I definitely have realized here lately is a big issue for me. But also on top of that, it's just like, I wouldn't have to nag so much if you just did the things that you're supposed to. And again, I don't, seriously, y'all, I know that sounds so messed up, but for real, I really don't ask for a lot. I'm, I just legitimately am like, can somebody buy me flowers? Can you like intentionally talk Bare to minimum. me? Can you Bare remember minimum. what I, what I effing said to you? a day ago like that's it that's literally all i ask that that's you could be minimum. considerate of my time mm-hmm. and what i say to you and you listen to me and oh my gosh why are your voice notes so long i don't know write notes about it like i do the <laughs> same thing for you when you've been complaining about your life that's what i never understand about guys you can complain all day long and i have to listen to that crap but you can't listen to me because apparently i'm nagging and all women do is complain you know what Go sit down somewhere. So this, this is this is where I'm at. Uh, obviously, I'm fed up and done and over it, right? Um, <laughs> but some of the things I also have realized is um, 
yeah, it can be really hard to date me. Like I ask a lot of any person I date because I expect that same thing right back. I can give it to mm-hmm. you 110 fold. And mm-hmm. I, I do nag, but I also, I, I also am trying to give you the same thing back. I really do hate, um, when I don't get the same energy back and I give you a lot. That's the other thing. If I really do like someone, I go full throttle y'all. Like my love is big enough to fill this world. Like I I genuinely believe that about myself. I have a really big heart, especially the reason why I'm not willing to just give it to any and everybody. I will go above and beyond for anyone that I know and care about. So the doggone least bare minimum thing you can do is do the same back to me. Like, I don't even expect people to do the exact same thing that I do for them. I just expect you to communicate with me and talk to me. But when I don't get those things, I can be really petty. Mm. I get really anxious when I have to spend like minutes or hours or whatever waiting for your reply. That freaks me out. But if you communicate and say, hey, um, I work between these hours. So I do this things. And again, I'm working through it. Right. I have my own like childhood trauma. I have, I do have trust issues, some abandonment issues in there too. Um, and I'm working through them currently. Um, again, I'm 22 doing that. And I know quite a few people who are older than me who have not. So I'm trying to congratulate myself on that, but I still got a long way to go. Right. Um, and I'm sure as I get older, Mm. I'll realize more things that are also not that ain't that cute about me. Okay. Mm. Um, but I genuinely believe that even with my answers to this question, none of them are as bad. None of them are that bad there. I'd say this with full confidence, all of the things that are bad about me, quote unquote, bad about me, the hardest things to date about me ain't got shit to do with the amount of love and care and affection I can give to one person oh and that's what it's about right like I mean I think every time Maria and I hit a rough rough patch it's always like but does the bad outweigh the good yeah do the challenges outweigh the things about you and I that work that make sense that fill us that feed into us so that's such an important thing to say um, for me, I have top two things. The first thing is I think people tend to assume that I'm very confident because that's mm-hmm. the role that I play. Um, and You're I really mean, good for the at most it. Part, <laughs> for the You're most really part, yeah, thanks, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I trained really hard for this thing. Uh, <laughs> for the most part, I am confident. I really am confident in myself. I'm outspoken. I'm very talkative. I'm, yeah. I, I make friends easily. And that's cool. But I really think that once you get to know me for real, for real, like who you will find that I'm a ball of insecurities, you know, Um, one of the episodes we will talk about bodies and body image and et cetera, et cetera. You will know that I, you know, have a history of being bullied. I have a history of, you know, being teased all my life. So I have, I'm a ball of insecurities in so many ways. And it was such a difficult thing in the beginning of my relationship because I think we expected that I would be the super confident girl and I, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. And I wear short skirts because nah, I don't even, I don't even show my knees because I, I hate my knees. <laughs> so yeah, I think people will be someone who dates me is and has been and would be surprised about how I'm not as confident as I play. And, you know, people intimidate me quite easily. Like when I come into a space and I feel like somebody, you know, has their shit together and 
a super well read on something and I'm not and I'm just like oh my gosh I don't know what to say now and I get really intimidated by people very quickly although yeah. I, I play like I'm not and then the second thing is that because I have such a big personality I'm a Sagittarius I am a fire sign Woo-hoo. and everything about me is a fire sign okay you you will meet me like I mean I know people on Twitter as I tweet it will like DM me or like respond and say hey today are you a Sagittarius I'm like you could read that from my words absolutely yes I am love that love so, that <laughs> so um because I've got such a big personality things can tend to be about me quite a lot and I am with the Libra who isn't necessarily like a take up space kind of guy you know he really does give me the room to be the superstar and he's like super happy with that because that's who I've always been but I also think is that a really why Libras and Sagittarius work so well? I'm a Libra. Yes. So like I'm a Libra yes. as well. And I spend a lot of my time like, okay, who has the mic? Who yeah. has taken up so much space? I hate feeling like I've taken up a ton of space. That makes yeah. sense to me now. Because That's we're, why it works. we're the balance. Like we are the balance. Exactly. I don't, in exactly. my relationships, I actually don't like being the center of attention. I like being his center of attention at time. But when we're amongst people, it actually <laughs> makes me deeply uncomfortable when people aren't yeah. focusing on him and of me yeah that's why it works Sagittarians and Libras work my one of my closest friends is a Libra my boyfriend is a Libra you're a Libra um so it just kind of works and I just yeah that's a hard thing to be uh, to 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 accept when you're with me is that things do tend to be about me and sometimes it's very unconscious like I don't I don't I don't wake up every morning saying it's gonna be about me it just tends to happen that way and I am working on it I am trying to be more conscious of it because I mean, no one deserves to just be in the background because I am who I am, you know? I don't want to be the background <laughs> singer in your soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody yeah. wants that. But That's otherwise, I think, yeah, th- that those are the, the top two hardest things to be, to be, you know, to accept when you are with me in relationship. But otherwise, yeah, that's it. You know, from my side, I don't know if you have anything to add to wrap this up. Let's park it right here for this week. I was just going to like, well, not really reiterate, but kind of piggyback off of what you said. I agree. I actually didn't realize how I come across to a lot of men. Like, apparently I match with a lot of people and that was astounding how many people like, match with me on dating apps and stuff and I was like well that's normal none of this is substantive of course I'm matching (laughs) with a ton of people because they don't actually want to get to know me so in my head I've only got like two or three good matches um but like on the outside looking in I, I agree like I think a lot of times people do think that both of us are very outspoken confident you know young black women just gonna change the world and I think we talk about this quite often and again like the self-image body image episode that we have really does break it down I think Mm -hmm. to even just a metaphysical level I think like for the both of us of just like it's really hard to keep up the facade sometimes like it's exhausting to keep up the facade and I feel like for me what I've always longed for and some guys are really good at doing it and some guys I've dated have not been Um, But I guess I need to add this to my list of like, I usually say like be able to take my shit, but I usually mean that with my aggression and my passion of how I feel of things. But like, I need to find another way to put on my list. Like you need to be able to hold my sensitive side in your hand and like coddle it because there's a side of me that no one else gets to see. And if you get that privilege, it really is a privilege because I'm not big on letting most people see my wall, my complete guard come down of just be like, I'm a mess. Mm. Things are not going well. I have all yeah. of these insecurities and 
I need to know that it, it it's okay. And I think mm-hmm. most of the people who have my heart to some degree are walking around this world with pieces of older versions of my heart, right? Um, have that. Have We've had those moments with each other of them just being like, everything's going to be okay. I got yeah. your back no matter what. And I think that's, those are the moments I long for. So mm. everybody wants to be held, man. Everybody wants to have space held for them. Everybody wants to know that they can, you know, have a soft landing after they have faked it for the world for so long. Yeah. Um, and have played the role of the confident what what girl, but we can come back and just kind of let that down and lay it down and just be who we really are. And I think every woman, every person deserves space to do that. And I think relationships should be that space for all of us to be able to do that and to be held in the way that we need to be held. Yeah. Um, Men, but women, otherwise, bi- non-binary, everybody needs yeah, them. Everybody, that space. everybody needs that space. And on that note, this is where we're going to park it for the week. Guys, thank you so much once again. I cannot reiterate how much I am so grateful for all the love that you've shown for this freaking podcast. It is only going to grow more and more. There are so many ideas still swirling around and pending. And you guys are going to be a part of the whole process. So... Also, don't be afraid to DM us and suggest topics and let us know what you guys want us to talk about because we are open to all of that. You know, if you have DM'd us, we have responded. We We'd always like and will. Respond. <laughs> yes. We always will. We're, we always. literally have our phones on us 25-7. So it's time. a matter of when we will <laughs> respond, not like yeah. if we will, okay? Yeah, definitely. But thank you guys so much for coming on this journey with us. Thank you for listening to probably one of our longest episodes. Some of you have been asking for longer episodes, so here it is. Okay, get off our backs. No, for okay. real. We, we are pulling an Issa right out here, okay? Insecure. It's only so many minutes long. Let it's it go. only 30 minutes. Let us be. Let it go. Stop trying to change us. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys next week on Rantma. Bye, guys. To the hard TikTok, get on. Stop, stop to the hard TikTok, get on. Stop, stop to the hard TikTok, get on. Stop, stop to the hard TikTok, get on. Stop, stop, stop.